Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. You're listening to another edition of the Retirement Elevated Podcast with Sean Lee. As always, we're here to talk about investing, finance, and retirement. Sean, big man, how are you this week? I'm doing well. Just enjoying the fall. Just in, just cruising along, right? Got any yeah, cruise control? Cruising along. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Listen, I got a good show for us lined up this week. I want to talk about the final decade of work. And uh, a lot of people have heard the term the financial red zone. A lot of sports fans clearly are familiar with the red zone in football, whether you're a college or a pro fan. Uh, a lot of people know that the red zone is, uh, is you know, that kind of that initial area, that final 20 yards when you get close to uh, scoring a touchdown. And if you don't know, well, now you do. And the financial red zone is sort of similar. It's the 10-year period leading up to retirement and the 10 years after retirement. But I wanted to focus today on the podcast about some things to think about that final 10 years of working. Just some ideas to get people thinking about how to you know, do some prep for their retirement planning process. So I thought we'd kick it off with just kind of a, a list, a checklist, if you will, Sean, of some things to go through. First and foremost, it's great to have a conversation with yourself, with your spouse, and decide what is important and what do you want retirement to look like. That's a great place to start 10 years out. Yeah, I, I think so. Because when you when you start to have those discussions, I mean, I'm 39. Uh, surprisingly, I've been doing this for, I've been an advisor for 18 years now. Well, I just moved into my 18th year. And even my wife and I have these discussions uh, constantly. Hey, what do we envision retirement looking like? When do we want to retire? And really, what's more important to us? You know, Do we want to retire early? Uh, maybe live on a little bit less? Or do we want to work longer and, and live on more? You know, do we want to pay our house off sooner? You know, there's, there's all these, these questions that come up. You know, where are we going to live when we retire? That there's really no right or wrong answer for. It's, it's really a personal choice. And once you can start to determine the answers to questions like this, you know, getting a, starting to get a picture of retirement, then you can make decisions based on what your vision of retirement is and what your core values, beliefs, and desires are to put your money in the proper places, proper avenues, proper vehicles, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, and build your plan around, these are my values. These are the mathematics of what I've accumulated and saved. Let's make it all work together. Yeah, I think that's a great place to start. Simple. There's no right or wrong answer, right, Sean? This is just simply you talking with yourself and with your spouse and kind of going through the personal choices of what you'd like to see happen, right? Yeah, I mean, it, I'm going to switch from football and talk about baseball. Sure, it's, go for it. You try to get more to, your sport, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to get a runner from first to second. Well, you have a couple of options. You can steal, you can bunt, you can hit and run, or you can just hope that they get a base hit. There's no right or wrong answer there because the ultimate goal is to get them from first to second. And so coach, manager, whatever, do what you feel is best in that situation or best for you. Yeah. Okay. So you go through, you have that conversation and now it's time to, okay, look at the numbers. All right. We've decided what's important. We've decided on some things. Now we need to look at the numbers and that's not always the, you know, the most fun process and maybe even that dreaded B word comes into it, but look at your numbers and figure out the, how you're going to get some of these things done that you just decided in part one. And this is difficult. I mean, this is when you have to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, all right, what am I going to commit to? And I get the question, Sean, how do we compare to everybody else? Well, I don't know. What does what your spending look like? And so when we start to look at, at that math problem, first step is write out your budget. I tell people to do this two ways. So write out your budget of what you think you're spending monthly and then pull your bank statements for a year to see what you actually spent monthly. And the reason that I tell people to do that is nine times out of 10, 
you're spending 50 to 30% more than you actually think you're spending based on your budget. So if you pull your bank statements, that's a real accurate picture of what you're spending. In most cases, people are spending 15 to 30% more than what they think they're, they're spending. Then you, you just look at your sources of income. What's my social security going to look like? What's my pension going to look like if I have one? Do I have rental properties? And then you just start to build out the math problem. So if I, if I need six grand a month and my sources of income are four grand, how do I want to bridge that gap? Why I have a $2,000 gap that I need to bridge. How do we want to solve that? Well, we have to solve that from our, from our assets. What have you accumulated to bridge that gap? And how do you want that money structured to accomplish your income goal? Right. All right. So pretty simple. I mean, simple and not simple, right? Like to your point, it's hard to do, but having the numbers is clearly important to this whole scenario. And that allows you to go through and now start talking about, you know, really step three, if you will, on the final decade of work, some things to think about. And that's where are you getting the money from? Let's estimate and look at the actual income streams. Right. You've got, and there's lots of different types of income streams, you know, social security. If you want an estimate on that, you just go to ssa.gov. That's social security administration's website. And you just create a login and pull your statement. If you work for a company or or the government that provides a pension, you'll be able to get that information from your provider. Uh, You know, do you have income annuities? Do you have rental income? Are you going to work part-time? And those are all pieces that, like I said earlier, you need to put together and figure out how much do I need to take from my investments? But more importantly, how do you want to structure your investments to create that income if you need to pull money out? Do you want it to be from the market? Do you want it to be protected? Do you want it to come from a combination of all areas? You know, those are internal things that people need to think about. But I, I do know this. I know that every person in America falls under one of three categories when they, in regards to pulling their money from their investments for income. They fall under, a, hey, I'm good with the markets. I want to use the markets. They fall under a protected side. Hey, I want protected, conservative, safe money. Or they fall under, hey, I want a combination of the two. Now that, that's really it. We just simplify it down to that. And those math problems makes it really simple. Right, right. So go through them and maybe you have, there's different, so many different income streams. Everybody's different, right, Sean? I mean, so some of the things you can talk about, obviously there's clearly going to be social security is going to be a big one. Pension, if you're lucky Mm -hmm. enough, annuity, maybe you've, maybe you have some products that you've purchased along the way. But for some people also, sometimes it's like, do you want to do something in retirement, like part-time work? Are you going to do any um, uh, consulting? Or maybe you've always wanted to, I don't know, maybe you've always wanted to start that craft business or woodworking business or whatever, right? You have to, again, you have to have these conversations. And that 10-year window is a great time to be going through all of this with your advisor. Right. That's the best time to do it. I mean, you don't want to wait until... Like you said before, uh, like a year. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you can do it, I suppose, but... And we do that all the time. It's never too late. Right. But the strategy is a little bit more in the structure and the urgency to plan. I mean, there's a higher sense of urgency to plan if you're going to retire in 30 days than if you're going to retire in five years. Right, right. So... We've done both sides. You know, we've had people call us say, hey, Sean, I put my retirement papers in. We need to come see you. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, well, <laughs> all right, let's, all right. Let's build the plan. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're listening to Retirement Elevated. We're talking about the final decade of work. 
some things that are important, a kind of a checklist, if you will, or at least some ideas to go through in that final 10-year window uh, as you're getting close to or starting to plan for retirement. Uh, maybe it's not a hard and fast retirement date, but you're saying, okay, in about 10 years, uh, we plan on uh, you know hitting that, uh, that lovely time of retirement. So some things to think about. We talked about deciding what's important, going through and knowing your numbers, working with your advisor on that, estimating those income streams. And of course, all of this, if you need some help with, you can always turn to Sean and the team at Elevated Retirement Group, uh, serving you all here in the Salt Lake City, Sandy, St. George area. Uh, you can call them at 855-50-RETIRE. That's 855-50-RETIRE. You can also check out our podcast online at, at uh, retirementelevatedpodcast.com. And you can subscribe to the podcast there as well as a lot of other cool options on that website. Uh, healthcare, another piece in this checklist, if you will, Sean. Yeah. Got to get a handle on it. Got to have these conversations. Well, and, and healthcare is changing every day. And and I we look at healthcare in two forms, right? It's I call it pre-65 early retirement because you don't have any Medicare. Well, how are you going to solve that problem? I mean, you've got to go out either into the exchange or the open market and purchase healthcare. Well, there's a cost to that. So you need to understand what the benefits are, what the features are, what the costs are to accomplish your goal. And then what does Medicare cover once you hit 65? You know, do you need to, are you good with just Medicare Part A, Medicare Part B, or do you need to have an advantage plan or a supplement or something like that? Lastly, from a, a healthcare standpoint, assess, do I need long-term care? Now, I don't tell anybody that they have to go out and buy long-term care insurance policies. That's not part of our planning process because it's in some cases, it's not the right deal. So when we look right. at, at long-term care, what are the risks? You know, These are the current costs. Average stay in a nursing home or assisted care facility is three years or 2.7 based on Genworth's most recent uh, study. And just mathematically determine, do I have enough money to use my own assets? And if you do, and if you're comfortable with that, you just self-insure. If you don't, then you go back and you say, all right, I'm not comfortable using my own money. How do I want to solve that problem? And there are lots of different ways to do it. It doesn't have to be standalone long-term care. There are annuities with long-term care provisions. There's life insurance with long-term care provisions. You have options. Right. And as long as you know the, the choices and you can make a logical decision based on the facts, then you'll find what fits for you. Yeah. And again, this is one where a lot of people do want to put their head in the sand on it. They do want to kind of say, well, God, it's crazy expensive. We don't know what's going on with the healthcare system. You know, it won't happen to me, whatever, right? There's all those kinds of different things that you can kind of do. So be smart and at least begin that conversation. And again, this is a 10-year window, 10 years out if we're going through with this exercise today on the podcast. Uh, start having those conversations definitely earlier on, and that's going to make things a little bit easier along the way. Healthcare is always going to be a challenge, but uh, the sooner you can have those conversations, real conversations, the better off you'll be. Right. All right. Final piece, Sean, then is understanding that this is going to change over time. Um, your retirement plan is not a set it and forget it document, right? It is not something you just go, okay, cool. I got a plan put together. Yay. I never have to think about it again. It's going to change <laughs> just like you're going to change. At least it should anyway. Right. If I look back 10 years ago, just in my life, I just had my first daughter or my first child, my daughter. Mm-hmm. I had hair. <laughs> I didn't have a beard at the time. So life changes, right? So the hair uh, the got, hair migrated from the top the, to the face? Yeah, that's what I tell everybody. It's yeah. a, you know, my the hair left my head, went to my face because I couldn't grow a beard before I, I lost all my hair. Oh, that's so funny. It was the craziest thing. But I guess my point there is life, life does change. Right. And so it shouldn't be called retirement plan. It's called retirement planning. Right. right? Because there's a constant evolution of the plan. Tax laws change. 
needs change based on inflation, maybe houses being paid off, opportunity changes. And what I mean by that is maybe, you, maybe you've got the opportunity to go on a trip of a lifetime, or maybe you've got an opportunity to invest in a business or, or whatever, whatever fits you. Things change. As a retiree or as a pre-retiree, you need to have a, a plan put in place that's well thought out, well structured, that can help you make decisions based on, okay, these are all the facts, these are all the externals, and this is how my life has changed. And that's what we do. We, we build plans that are ever-flowing that take into account tax law. I mean, that's a big one. Changes in tax right. law. I mean, you, have to have, you should have an advisor that's up-to-date on taxes and how they affect your retirement plan. Yeah. So just think about those things. It's got to be constant flowing. Like be like water, just flow and go around things and change and adjust. Right. Yeah. And and little bullet points, you know, those things to think about, you know, how will it change in five years as as Sean's pointed out, you know, there's inflation, there's the healthcare, more travel, less travel, ten to fifteen years, talk about that. Ten to fifteen years into retirement, I should say, how things will change. Fifteen maybe plus years. Have those conversations. All of this is is good legwork to go through. Now you're not talking about all the nuts and bolts, and that's why you turn to professionals. That's why you work with a team like Sean and his team for all the nuts and bolts, but it's good to have these conversations, not only with yourself, but begin to have those with your advisor. And if you'd like to talk with Sean and the team at Elevated Retirement Group, he's the managing partner. They serve you in Salt Lake City, Sandy, St. George, all around the area there. Reach out to them at retirementelevatedpodcast.com. You can check out the website. Very cool website. A lot of good things on there for you to check out. And you can also subscribe to this podcast, whether it's on Apple or Google or whatever platform of choice. Get current uh, episodes, past episodes, re-listen to an episode, share it. We make uh, we've got a couple of links there to make it easy for you to share with others who may benefit from it. And as always, you can call them before you take any action, before you make any decisions, have a conversation with your own advisor. And if you don't have one, call Sean and the team. Get on the calendar, come in and talk with them. 855-50-RETIRE. That's 855-50-RETIRE. Well, Sean, once again, thanks for being on Retirement Elevated and coming through the uh, this little uh, 10-year window with me. Yeah, buddy. It was awesome. Thank Ab- you. Absolutely. Anytime. We'll do it again here next time right on the podcast. This has been Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. We'll catch you next time. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.